0: Welcome everyone. Welcome to Paranormal Roundtable (PRT). And my name is Josh Turner, and everyone calls me Wolf. And and my co-host tonight
1: is I call uh, Tony. Everyone calls me Tony.
0: Um, I thought it was Mushu. Now you're changing it to. to... Well, no,
1: everyone wants. I I call myself Mushu. No one's calling me Mushu here. So I I everyone calls me Tony here. But um, yeah, Mushu, please, Mushu. <laughs> Okay. No, I mean I, I do like the name Mushu. I think it it's a dragon and that's a, as best as I can get. And it's stupid when it comes to nicknames. So that's
0: a good one for you. Yeah. So anyway. You feel happy. Okay. <laughs> let's feel happy. <laughs> All right. So tonight we, let's do the let's do the email address. Wolfman 88 at, at gmail.com. Wolfman 88 at gmail.com. Send
1: us your creepy stories and we'll talk. Uh and uh, so- please also check out our uh uh, website website where you can find our work um, you know we have a little art tab that you know you guys have sent in some artwork and we love having you guys send it in and letting us uh and we do enjoyed looking at it we also have our store on there if you want to purchase some you know merchandise um, and support the show and also get something out of it mm-hmm. you know we appreciate that if you
0: want merchandise uh, hit me up on my email address and one of us will respond and give you a link to it. So,
1: uh, it's also in this description. Um if you don't want anything at all but you still want to pers- support the show, we do have a PayPal that is also in the description and we, you know, we um we want to make sure that y- y- we you let we want to make sure we let people know that you don't have to pay. If you we're not asking for you to do any of that. We we appreciate it if you do, but it's not a necessity to to listen to our show. This show is free for everyone to listen to. And um, we we just do it as an option to help us, you know, keep the show. Uh, yeah, we want to keep
0: it free. So <clears throat> yeah. for those who can't afford to, to the, I don't want to have to make a, like people say, you know, make a membership or whatever. You have to pay for bonus episodes and all that. I, I don't want to do all that. You know, not at this point anyway.
1: Yeah. Because
0: we, then, then you know, people that can't afford, they, they won't be able to listen to the show. And the main thing for me is just getting the content out, information yeah, I mean, to people.
1: All our content we make, we want to make sure it's free and accessible for everyone unless we don't like the show and it's a bad one and then it's not going to be released which has happened which has happened um well today is a you know a special one i'm excited about it um i don't know any of the stories i know the topic i know that last time a couple times you've had me pick this time you picked and you just told me what we were going to talk about well, actually, I didn't pick, but Nelly did. Yeah, Nelly. Know? We Nelly do. Go. Oh, yeah, I forgot to mention that she was here. So. <laughs> yeah, she. Uh, she's here. Anyway.
0: And so, Nelly, what did you? What did you decide?
1: Yeah.
2: Um, Ufos and Bigfoot.
0: Ufos and Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. Now, we're going to tell UFO stories and Bigfoot stories, or is there going to be the UFO Bigfoot connection? What are we
1: talking about?
2: I think there is a connection. So yeah. To
0: some of it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, some of it. There may be a connection. Okay. Yeah, um, I mean that. Like, that sounds great. Um, I'm excited about it. Who has a story first? Who's going to start it off? Well, I
0: got stories for days, but what do you have, Nels?
2: Well, something that does um, intrigue me and fascinate me is like um, the um, alien abductions and the implant stories. I have uh, several implant stories that are very interesting. The person wants to remain anonymous, so I'm just going to talk about the implants situation and nothing else. This person had uh, woken up with an itch on their side, their hip. And they went into the restroom to look at it, and they had pulled their their pants down enough to expose it, and there was a black spot on their skin. And the the person was scratching at it, scratching at it, and trying to find out what it was because it was never there before. And they took um, some kind of, like, tool, you know, like they had the face tools in there for like blackheads or whatever and had punctured it. And when they squeezed the skin, um, this black material came out and they started to pull it and it was a thread. It was like threading. And they pulled it out and one piece was about maybe almost two feet long. And they said that it. they were scared. It freaked them out. They tried to cut it and they couldn't cut it. They tried to burn it, and they couldn't burn it.
0: They tried to cut it with uh, a... pair of scissors
2: in the bathroom. Oh, my gosh. And tried to burn it, there was matches in the bathroom, and uh, nothing could do anything to this black threading, and they had pulled out three pieces. When this person couldn't do anything with it. They didn't know, they couldn't figure it out, and so they just uh, flushed it down the toilet, threw them in the toilet and flushed it.
1: When yeah. you say three pieces, do you mean like they pulled three separate two feet in things? No,
2: the, the longest one was almost two feet.
1: Okay. but um,
2: And then, yeah, but there was three, three strings. Let's just put that one. And there's
1: separate. one little like area? Mm-hmm.
0: So, okay. Sorry, let me get this straight. And th- 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 was that the only thing that happened to this particular person? Or did, Okay. This
2: person has several um incidences with uh, implants, implantation, whatever you want to call it. That one... And, um, this person was sleeping. This was, I'd say probably a year after this, that incident had happened. They had woken up because their finger was burning, burning very badly. And they were looked and there was a black dot under their skin.
0: Okay. And as far as you know, I'm not to interrupt, mm-hmm. but I have to ask this question. Yes. As far as you know, this person has not been abducted. Have they been abducted? Did they tell you that they had been abducted?
2: Um they have no recollection of ever being abducted.
0: So they don't know what this is?
2: No, they don't.
0: So but they're they're assuming that it's an abduction? Type? Yes. Yes. Okay, yeah. Is I, this
1: before or after the first one, after the friend they found the first um they pulled the strings out?
0: Well,
2: the person uh let's just call this person Claire. Claire had told me that the f- the strings in her hip, um, she thought were placed there uh she's raised religious. She thought that they were initially placed there from an entity trying to invade her body.
1: Mm. She was
2: very young when this happened, so that's what she thought. She thought that and then when she was sleeping, she was ha- having a dream with the one in her finger. And she actually woke up to the burning sensation in her finger and um noticed the black spot there. She had told um somebody, um elder and they said, just leave it alone. Leave it alone. Don't ever mess with it. And don't An speak elder, of it. An elder,
0: like from a church?
2: Uh, no, a family member. So they just said, no, never speak of it. Just don't ever mess with it. And, you know, they...
0: Yeah, because just like cancer, it'll just go away.
2: Right? <laughs> so she said, like, 20 years later or so, she was sitting there looking at her finger, and she was like, what is, you know, what is this? And I, And she remembered... That it just came out of nowhere, and she remembered waking up with it burning, and it it bothered her ever since. So she said, "You know what? Just forget it." She's going to take it out. So she said she got a a razor and she like cut because it was like close to the surface of the the skin, you know. So she cut it open and she like exposed it, and she could see that it was uh, this black thing. So she took a needle and she like put it up underneath the the implant, but that she didn't know if it was an implant or not. She just, you know. Whatever it was she wanted it out of her. And she put, like, tried to, like, pry it up. And she said she literally felt it pulling itself back into her finger. She started to panic and realized this thing is just not, it's not just something, it's, it's alive. So she started frantically trying to, like, wedge it, keep that needle wedged in between her flesh and the object and trying to pry it up. And she, every time she pulled harder, it would pull pull itself back into her finger harder. And then she was like, she, without thinking, you know, just reaction. She want, she was going to pull the needle out and try to squeeze to get it to pop. Maybe she could pop it up. When she did that, it like pulled itself deeper into her finger. So she could hit it and, and scratch it with the tip of the needle, but it just went in. And she was like, no, never mind. Forget it. I'll just see if I can wait let it heal and when it comes back up I'll try it again and this time you know I won't, she wouldn't let it get away from her. Well when it healed the black spot was gone so I imagine that it went deeper into her her finger so it's still in her body and it's a, whatever it is, is um, alive. Yeah, so uh, mm. alarming.
1: Yeah, that's more than alarming. She has some kind of secret <laughs> weapon in her finger she may not know. So she's an x Men. Basically, it was, she could point her finger like a gun, and if she says bang in her mind, then it shoots a bullet out. You never know. I think that if you ever meet Claire again, tell her to do it and see if she could, you know. Have I don't, okay I don't think that fire she firearm. would be. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's Claire, we're, Claire and we're not making fun seriously. of Claire. Though, we're no. not, we're, we're, we're That's not just silly. But, no, but seriously, though, it, it seems very harrowing to find something in your body and not know what or where it is from you know like having no recollection of seeing that object or even knowing where that object came from the
2: confusion and Confusing, the fear yeah
1: they the not knowing like wow like what what did this whoever it was that told her like what did they know to tell you or to tell them um to not mess with it you know
2: I have no idea. I couldn't tell you. I didn't delve any deeper than that. Um, Just wanted to find out about the um, object. I mean, I'm not heartless. Of course, you know, just comforting there. But um, it's uh, implants are interesting, fascinating, and uh, scary at the same time.
1: Yeah, and, and it's especially scary for everyone because it doesn't, especially in this situation, it's like you don't even know what you think might be a mole could be something that was put in you, you know, and it's, it's just there and you have no idea what it is or where it came from. And, and then one day you start squeezing
0: that mole and it's, it pops out like a little black seed and it turns out it's a blackhead.
2: This is a very gross subject. <laughs> but anyways, let's uh,
0: return back to... But, but, you know, here's the thing about that. If anybody has ever had any experience with these things, um, I haven't like had a ton of experience with it, but I have had some. And I will tell you uh what I know. I have a family member who had one that was up their nasal cavity and Nellie, you know about this mm-hmm. and uh when I was a kid uh it was it was my cousin, and I was playing with her um she's older than me, and uh we were playing some kind of game or something and, and I think it was like uh like where you home base or something like that where you slap each other or whatever where you try to well like I said they're older than me and my sister was like to slap me was just just for the fun of it cuz it's like oh there you, are. there you are tag you're it and it was a slap and you have a red mark on your back for 2 days. So yeah, I I I just always thought that's how you played it. So I go to school and I play it and I get in trouble for slapping some kid. But <laughs> It's like one of those games where you try to get to home base and once you touch it, you're safe. But then, then so they got to tag somebody and then they they become the person or
1: whatever. Yeah. It's like a intense form of tag.
0: Yeah. And, and so we were playing that and I slapped uh, one of my female cousins uh, on the bridge of the nose on accident because I had been taught to play rough even though, you know, because I was the youngest and I got slapped and hit and whatever. And so, um, and I was also like most of my cousins were older than me too, I only had like Two or three on on that side of the family that were younger than me, and so uh they one of them this was on my mom's side I uh, slapped her on the nose, and this her nose began to bleed profusely and uh this weird looking like BB thing she went inside the house and, and and like the blood was coming out of her nose, and I thought I didn't tag her that hard, you know it didn't really seem you know, and my mom wasn't home, thank goodness to beat me into oblivion or I wouldn't be here to tell the story, but uh I go inside and my sister was with her, and she was trying to help her like blow the blow her nose because she kept saying she felt like something was inside there. And then this BB thing falls out and and rolls around in the sink. I'll never forget it. And it was weird. And then my cousin, uh, one of my guy cousins, male cousins, whatever, he just reaches in and tries to grab it.
1: As a young boy does.
0: Yeah. Well, he's about a year or two older than me. But he tries to grab it, and it moves away from him. Like, I remember this. It, like, rolled away from him and everybody was just sitting there in shock and uh this particular female cousin or whatever uh doesn't doesn't have a recollection of this but my i think my sister does i'd have to ask i'd have to go back and ask them but anyways they th- this bb looking thing like rolled away from and then when we went to go pick it up like uh we, it just it, it kept moving around we couldn't pick it up and i remember like at one point we finally got it into like a little uh one of those little boxes that you that you give like as a gift, to, like earrings or something, like a, jewelry. Like a little mm-hmm. small jewelry yeah. box. Yeah, and we put one in, they put it in there. We got it in there. I don't know how when I when I went to go look for something, they had already figured out a way to get it and they put it in there. Well, at one point I went to to go and and mess with it, and it and it wasn't it was no longer rolling away or moving away. It began to follow, and when I put my finger on the table, it began to roll toward my finger. Mm. It was very weird. I was like eight years old. I remember this. And I took, like, a uh, pair of uh, tweezers, and when I went toward it with the tweezers, then it, it, it rolled away. My mom eventually took it away from us and put it, like, in a drawer or something. I don't remember exactly what happened because we were fighting over it because we all wanted to play with it. <laughs> and it was like, my mom's like, it's just a nasty BB that was up her nose, you know? <laughs> like, and she got accused of sticking that up her nose, but it was big. It was, like, way, it was like twice the size of one of the BBs I had for my BB gun. And it was shiny. It was very shiny, and uh, was and you've it silver heard silver or copper looking silver. Like? You remember you've heard the story. I mean, but for the people at home, they haven't. Yeah, it was silver, shiny.
2: I actually, never asked for the color.
0: Really? <laughs> well, you know that's stupid on your part. But anyway, so this uh, BB ends up being like some sort of like almost like a possessed object. Like it kept moving around and. Um, my cousin's really weird that they remember it, but the one that it happened to doesn't really remember it. She just remembers getting a nosebleed and then that was it. And then she went to sleep for like several hours and we were, my mom was, came home and was like watching and keeping an eye on her because she was afraid that some, you know, and I got, I got my butt tore up cause I, but I I can tell you right now, folks, I did not hit her that hard. I wasn't trying to, I just reached out to tag and my finger grazed the top of her nose. The next thing you know, she's bleeding. Everybody at home's going like, "Yeah, right. Sure, you didn't." Well,
2: maybe it was just right timing. Maybe it was just moving in that area when you hit her. That, head.
0: That's what I'm thinking. That like, you know, so, some sort of excuse for me. Yeah. But anyways, <laughs> like something happened that wasn't my fault somehow, some way. But th- this thing though, long story short, it moved around and then eventually it disappeared. So I went, I snuck into my mom's sewing room because I remember that house. We just remodeled it. And my mom had a little sewing room or whatever. So I I went into that room, which I was never allowed to because I'd always try to go in there and play and mess with the fabrics and stuff and throw Mm -hmm. stuff around. I don't say throw stuff around. It sounds like I'm a terrible kid, but I was. But anyway, I went in there to look for this object. And when I found the place where it was supposed to be, it was gone. The box and everything. So I figured my mom had moved it. So I asked my mom about it. She said, don't worry about it. Well, I went and the other place I knew that she hid stuff. Which was the desk drawer in my parents' room, room in the master bedroom, and I found the box, but the little BB thing was gone, and my sister, nobody ever knew what happened to it. None of us.
2: Maybe it got into one of your parents.
0: Yeah. Okay. Maybe. Oh, yeah. Thanks. It, maybe thanks it's for in, that. maybe it's in my head now. Uh, I'm you know, no, I don't no, know what happened it, to it. Maybe we don't they know. came back for it. I don't, Who they knows? Maybe it. it went back to the Pleiades or wherever the heck it came from. If it's you know, I don't know. But anyway, that's a weird story. Uh, that's a very weird, creepy story that happened when I was a kid. But in that particular house, um, there were some other stuff that happened. Like my my one sister recently had a surgery. And remember, we went to go visit her mm-hmm. at the Baylor Scott and White. And she brought up that house, that creepy house, mm-hmm. uh, the big two-story house. But And that house, there was a lot of weird stuff that happened there. There was another uh, incident that happened with a raisin. Um, but that's another that's for another time, another story, I guess. I I don't know what it was, but I'll say this. Um, it's not the only uh example I have of implants. Uh I was dating this girl and she had some big implants. And I'm just I'm kidding, folks, I'm kidding. No, but she really did. Yeah, she had some
1: huge feet. I don't know why her feet were
0: huge. She wanted to have, to have to be Bigfoot, so that's what they did. They gave her you know Bigfoot. Amazing
1: what technology can do.
0: Yeah. <laughs> what would it be called? A podiatrist? She went to see the podiatrist, and he's like, I can make you a Bigfoot. No problem. Um, so anyways, she tromps around the Northwest, pulling everybody now. Uh, but but no, seriously, we what we did was uh, we, we uh, were talking about this house or whatever, and she, my sister brought up the fact that it was creepy and a lot of weird stuff happened there. Well, our neighbors... Their dad and at that time it was kind of weird, you know, it was unusual. It was a small town, but we lived out in the country out of this small town. And I recently took Nellie and Anthony. We found that old house. I'd lost the track of where it was and we finally found it. Uh through the through the teamwork of my dad and my sister, all three of our stupid selves we eventually on the phone figured out where it was. <laughs> so we so I took everybody out there and I showed you, and it is a creepy looking place. And it's out in the middle of nowhere. And so it's a big two story house in the middle of nowhere. And uh There was a neighbor that we had. Now, there's a lot more grown. It's grown up now more out there. There's more people out there now. Mm -hmm. And he was, uh, like you would say, a survivalist kind of guy. And like I said, I was eight or nine. And he was always talking about these UFOs that he would see at night. And his stepson would come over and play with me sometimes. And we were about the same age. And he was pretty much the only friend I had out there. And uh, he would come out, and he would play, and he would talk to me about UFOs. And as a little kid, that was probably my first experience or ever even having, you know, any kind of experience with UFOs. Didn't know much about the subject, but he, he claimed that him and his stepdad and his sisters, his stepsisters, would be outside on the deck and that they would see these UFOs moving around. Um. Just, just, you know, and so that's weird that in that house, that's where my cousin, you know, that's where that happened. But, uh, I I don't know what to make of that. If there's any, there's the correlation there of just, you know, what that was and why it was, I have no idea, but there, but there is another, uh, uh, story I have about implants. Um, I have an ex-girlfriend and I have a a few and, and unfortunately, but one in particular, had a, uh, she believed that she had been abducted and she lived up in Pennsylvania. And she, she told me that, but while we were together, the abductions didn't take place. Like supposedly it just, it was it didn't happen. It supposedly didn't happen. It had stopped or whatever. I don't know the whole story. I never thought much of it, you know, um, she had just mentioned it in passing. And then when I prompted her to talk to me about it, she really wasn't into talking about it. And then one day, she had a, she imbibed a little bit and had a little bit of drink. And I, you know, I pried the information out of her and said, I'm going to use this for my future show. And I just, I got it out of her. So she told me the story. When she was a kid, they lived on a farmhouse uh, out in Pennsylvania, middle of nowhere. And she didn't have anybody to play with, whatever. And she was staring up at the sky and something appeared. Um, like a ball, like a round spherical ball from what I remember her telling me was like a, like a silver ball whatever, came down and then she woke up and she was in the barn. Um, and then several hours had passed and that, and then after that she started getting real severe headaches. And eventually one day she went to school with a cold cause she kept getting sinus infections. And she went to school with a cold slash sinus infection, whatever. She blew her nose. And in class, this BB fell out. Now, that's weird because uh, my cousin had that happen at our house. So I thought, that is very strange. That's odd. And so I told her, I was like, I'm going to stop you right there. I was like, I remember this incident with the BB when I was a kid. Um, I haven't had a lot of like UFO, alien, like uh, any kind of experiences or whatever. I have recently had a couple things weird. I'll get into that in a minute, which is what prompted us to talk about doing this show, right, honey. Mm-hmm. And so uh this particular female that I was with, she claimed that 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 the the headaches and all that started after the uh, the seeing the the round thing in the sky, whatever. It's kind of odd too. Whenever Lance Hoyt was on the show, he's a pro wrestler. Anybody knows WWE a New World Japan. Um He's a, a famous wrestler. His story, he talked about a uh, big, I mean, uh, uh, a UFO that he saw in Hearn, Texas. And when he described it, it kind of it kind of sounded similar to what this particular person uh, that I used to go out with that she told me about her UFO that she saw. And what's weird is that um, it's almost like it kind of looks like a cross between um, what he saw and what I recently saw. Now... I didn't have any missing time or anything like that. Nothing like that happened to me. And as far as I know, I don't have any BBs in my body. Um, but it did seem odd that like, you know, when, when, uh, we, we started to talk about the whole, uh, the BB thing, it just, it just made me think about that because I, I I personally am of the opinion that these are some sort of tracking devices.
1: Yeah. Or, you know, Definitely. monitoring, de- device. monitoring
0: devices, whatever. Tracking devices, monitoring devices, whatever. Um, I think if you have one, there's a good chance you probably were abducted. I mean, that's the only thing I can think of. I don't really know. Cause like I said, I'm not a big UFO uh, person. I don't really know the whole, you know. Um, but I can tell you that that does seem to be the case. And with these, uh, particular people, I think that that is what happened. She began to have headaches. Now, this BB thing, uh, she went to see the school nurse. They sent her home because her nose was bleeding really bad. And then uh, first she went to the doctor and then she went home for the day, whatever. And the BB, the parents took the BB and that was the end of it. Um, She did claim that she had a couple more uh, incidents with UFOs uh, throughout her life um, and that she did have missing time on two other occasions that's, that's all that was pretty much told to me by her. Um, she didn't really go into a lot of detail about it cause it made her very, very upset. So I didn't keep prompting her to give me the story because it wasn't, you know, and she was boring too. I was like, yeah, hey, whatever. But I'm just kidding. She was though. And so I was like, man, this, this is uh, a horrifying, uh, ordeal when these people go through this. Now I was working at a place called uh, vignette years ago. It's not there anymore. And me and Scorpion worked with a lady who, like I've told on a previous episode about her ab- abduction experiences in particular with reptilians that were quite aggressive and did many horrible things. Um, but that that is a different episode. I believe that that one's called, uh, I want to say reptilian alien abductions, but I'm not for sure if that's correct uh, what the show is called. But it, it's it's one of ours in the archives. You can go back and look at it on YouTube or whichever uh Platform you choose to look at it on.
1: Yeah.
0: Now, here's what happened to me recently. Me and Nelly, we were out on the job site in Round Rock. Okay, and um, it's kind of a weird area out there. Uh, I had recently a woman from our show hit me up about going and 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 doing some dogman research out there, um, because her sister in law is having what she thinks her dogman experiences. And it is a creepy place. And when we've worked out there, we've heard some really odd sounds. We've heard a humming sound, a buzzing sound, walked the back when there was no electricity on the property. And we walked it. Remember, honey? Mm-hmm. And we found what? Nothing. Nothing. This happened, like I said, back in October. We were on post and I saw something in the sky. Nellie was digging around in the cooler for something. And it looked like a silver ball in the sky, in the southwest. No, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, southeast of the of the of Round Rock. And it looked like it was in off in the distance, and it was silver, and it was just like a ball. And then it just like blinked out, and it happened really quick. And I don't know how long it was visible, how long it was up there, because I just looked up and I saw it, and then it blinked out. And I told Nellie about it. I don't know what it was. She um, didn't see it. So you didn't see it. Mm-hmm. No, and now the other time I saw it was recently back in like December. I think it was December or January. Um it was either late December or early January, something like that. It was it was on the it was on the trip when we were coming back from San Antonio from hanging out with Ken
1: Gerhard. Which was fun.
0: Yeah, which was fun. But we, we were coming back from that museum uh the uh, Gala thing that they had. And uh y'all were we, we took the the back roads in New Bron to New Bronzeville's not the River River Road, they call it. And as we were getting right up to the devil's backbone, um, <clears throat> coming down off a of purgatory road, we y'all were all asleep. Everybody was asleep. Nellie was asleep in the front seat. You and Anthony were asleep in the back. Y'all were both passed out. And it was in it was in the middle of the day, about five thirty in the afternoon. And I look up, and there again, in the same southeast whatever, as I was turning right, I saw it to my right, up in the sky, and it was a ball, a silver ball, once again. And it looked like the sky. At this time, though, it was a little more like the sky just opened up, and it appeared, and then it just disappeared again.
1: I I think I remember this, because I, I don't think I was asleep yet. I think I was dozing off, mm-hmm. and you said something, but yeah, then you I you looked around, it. and you were like everyone was asleep, and I was like, oh, I didn't see anything, because I was falling asleep. But I was like, uh, yeah, I mean, that that's weird that you saw it twice, like it's following you or something.
0: Yeah, well, and I saw it again on 1431, uh, coming, this was, what day was this, honey? Last, or, okay, early February. I don't know when this show's going to air, so I'm going to say early, ooh, this was in early February. Oh, so just recently. Just recently. For us, just recently. Yeah, we were coming back from the property, um, a property that we're buying. Um, we were coming back from it, and it we were looking at the property and when, when we were driving up going in almost into Cedar park, I looked to the Southeast once again and it was right there and I, I pointed at it and I was frantic and I told Nellie, I said, look, there it is. There's that silver ball. And when she went to look, she was looking and it disappeared like blinked while she was looking. And I don't know how she didn't see
1: it, but she didn't see it. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it's hard to find unless you know exactly what you're looking for. You know, and if you're looking, you know, just if you, especially since like if you're just pointing to the sky, basically, because you see it. Yeah, and it was so
0: small. It's so small up there. I don't, it seems like it's really far away when I see it.
1: Yeah, I'm sure.
0: It's happened three times now. I mean, it happened in October and then it happened twice recently. So I, I don't know what that is. I guess, I guess that could be a UFO. That's the first time in my life I've ever seen anything that I couldn't identify in the sky. Um, but I just wanted to talk about that real quick because when I saw it in October, I just thought, uh, eh, maybe it was a reflection of something. But then when I saw it again in in
1: early January, then again in early February, yeah, yeah then then it's like, so, no, then there's definitely something because you yeah. know, once is like shame on you, but twice, whatever, whatever, however, however the saying goes, yeah, three times, you're like that's definitely something. You know, and I'm you, fooled, it can't be fooled again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: I don't, I don't know what that was. I, I, I just, I just can't, I'm not going to, I don't, like I said, when I see weird things, I don't immediately say, yeah, I saw a Bigfoot. Yeah. I saw a UFO. So I'm not going to sit yeah, up here and say that I saw a, an alien craft or whatever, because I don't know what it was. If anybody can give me their suggestions, I'm open to it because I don't know what that was. Now, nothing came down and harassed me. I didn't get abducted and nothing was coming after me or anything like that. I didn't get something stuck up my nose or Anything else? I mean, as, as far, far as, as you I, know, as far as I know, no. Yeah. But it did. It was a silver ball in the sky, as far as I could tell. So I don't know. And then Nelly was with me uh, on every
1: occasion. Okay, so obviously, since it's she's with you every time, it's her fault. Probably, pretty much. I I, I blame her. Yeah, I mean, it's just not following you. It's following her, pretty much. Yeah. And, and you're, don't say that. <laughs> well in,
2: no, I don't want to that. How do you explain
0: like the creepy the creepy UFO every time I'm with you? Mm. <laughs> I bet I haven't seen it when I'm driving around with anybody else or by myself.
1: Hey, and I just want to point out where to go, uh Nels, because because Nels. of you. No. Yeah, I'm gonna keep calling you because <laughs> no, I know don't. you don't like it. Mm. Uh because of you, he's gonna get associated with this thing too. So
0: Thank you. I'm gonna be abducted because of you. That's great. Folks, when I disappear, <laughs> you know what happened. The Martians came because, you know, way to go we're just playing it's not your fault that we're all going to be abducted so anyway (laughs) now oddly enough in that in that area that we were at um by that by the by the lake on that side of the lake there have been many uh ufo flaps that have happened like over different periods of time but but then they'll come and then they'll go And then you'll get stories about Bigfoot in those areas too, by the river where we were at, and then by the lake. Both times they were by bodies of water. Now the one out in Round Rock, the only the only stories I've gotten in that area are dogman type activity, and then of course the UFOs. Like there have been people that saw there like two two ladies in Hutto that saw UFO, and uh, so there is a connection. I don't. I think that in some of these areas that these Bigfoot, I have heard of people claiming. That <clears throat> Sasquatch gets abducted by the alien the craft just as humans do. Do I believe that that's what's happening? I don't know. It's a possibility, but a possibility. I mean, it's if, a, if
1: it's a creature that's on here, why would you not want to study it? If they're coming here to study us mm-hmm. humans, you know, you'd want to look at that thing too. Well,
0: know? yeah, and I mean, the the when me and Lon Strickler were talking about, um. Bigfoot and Dogman, and then we talked about the Dulce base and all that. There were supposedly people that have been in those bases have said that there are Dogman and Bigfoot type creatures in cages. And this place is run and manned by reptilians. I mean, that sounds like I'm a crazy person up here talking about this, but I mean, it is what it is. I mean, if you're tuned into the show and you've listened up to this point, you know, then obviously you're you're, you're, you're on what, board with yeah. what we're talking you about. You understand what we're saying? Now, understand this, too. I had never claimed to have seen a UFO, and I still don't know what that was I saw. I'm not going to go. I saw an alien craft, like I said. But um, I've never seen Bigfoot either. But I was at a party as a kid with a bunch of kids that claimed they saw a Bigfoot, but I didn't see it. Um, I have had a lot of weird stuff happen to me in my life, though. I got to admit that. And, you know, there's no there's no way around it. Otherwise, I wouldn't be doing this show. I'm not a person that's just interested in it just to be interested in it. It's because I've had a lot of weird stuff happen. Um, probably the weirdest, of course, was being was seeing the Dogman creature, the werewolf-looking creature. Do I think that it got abducted and it came from a craft? No. Do I think that um, you know I have been uh, in contact with these aliens? No, or whatever they are. Because I saw something in the sky at a distance doesn't mean that I believe that it's an alien craft. No, yeah, I it's mean, as far as you, that. Yeah,
1: you just saw some real quick three times, which is very weird, mm-hmm. but just to, you know, point it out as the alien craft is a bit. Yeah, it's a stretch. And then, stretch. you know, the
0: thing with the BB thing, I can't, I don't know what that was. You know, and it's also possible that maybe it was just a BB. It was just an oversized buckshot BB or something that... I, I'm I'm totally trying to be super pragmatic here, but like say just somehow the baby. Yeah.
2: Babies don't follow you.
0: Yeah, they don't fo- and then they don't move around when you try to touch them and everything else. Yeah, that's you know? the
1: weird part. That's the only thing that would make me say like, well, no, that's not I don't believe it is a baby because it wouldn't be reactive towards uh movement like that or like people, you know.
2: Which actually comes to one of my personal theories about um, UFOs is I think that the ships themselves are artificial intelligence if not their own entity of some sort
0: yeah like biological robots Mm -hmm. well that's been speculated about the greys that they're biological robots kind of like mercenaries that work for different uh alien species like the mantis species that we've heard about and then the the uh, reptilians that we've heard about and we're going to get into that on some other shows eventually too because we've gotten a lot of stories about stuff like that um touching on the bigfoot aspect of it now Uh, there was a story that I got a guy who had claimed that he had been abducted, uh, several times, uh, in his life. He was a divorcee. Um, oddly enough, it's weird. He he claims he doesn't believe in ghosts. Like he's, when we talked on the phone, he was like, I don't believe in ghosts, but he believes in, uh, uh, aliens because he's been abducted. But he was, um, going through a divorce. And I know you know this story, Nelly. And he, Tony, I don't think you've ever heard this one, but Nellie has. And so this guy sends us a story and when him and his wife were going through a divorce, it was up in Montana, with Montana. Yeah. And so he ended up going and sleeping on the side of the road uh, at a roadside stop or whatever, rest stop, a very desolate area on a very desolate stretch of highway. His his big fear was being abducted because it had happened to him throughout his life and so he but he was so dis, distraught and you know when you go through a traumatic thing like a divorce or something you know he was very distraught and so he went and he slept on the side of the road he wakes up because he felt like there was a light shining on his face and he wakes up and when he does the light that he thought he that, that had woke him up wasn't there but there was a creature standing, uh, in the passenger window, looking in at him. <clears throat> and because the way he was parked, he was parked almost, uh, to where this creature was so large, it did it wouldn't have had room to go to the driver's side because the way he pulled in, he pulled in, he turned his vehicle up against the bench, almost to where there wouldn't be like when there was room enough for him to get out of his vehicle. But this creature was so large. He said it was about eight, nine feet tall and it was probably six, 700 pounds And and he said that it was a humongous uh, creature with a pointy head that looked like a Bigfoot, like a quintessential Sasquatch, and that it was slapping the glass with its hands and that he was staring right at it and it was staring at him and that it was moving its mouth almost like it was trying to talk. And he said that he had never seen one of these creatures before. He had only seen... Two different types of alien type creatures that he had been uh, abducted by, supposedly, um, from what he told me. And so he sees this thing standing on the side of the of his vehicle and it's like and then it's trying to open the door, trying to get him out of the vehicle. So uh he starts the vehicle up and he he burns off. And uh this thing uh just goes back into the woods or whatever. As far as he could see, he saw it in the rearview mirror just walking around the other side of the park bench and leaving. Um, that's one story. Um, you know, there are other stories I've gotten of people like seeing Bigfoot, you know, in the areas where there have been UFOs, uh, sighted, Mm -hmm. what the connection is. I don't really know. Um, other than what people have told me, there are people that have claimed, um, I know, I think Albert Rosales, um, I know he wrote, he's wrote books about humanoids and humanoid encounters, we're going to try and get him on the show soon. Uh, and he can go into some detail about some weird you know humanoid encounters i know that i read a book um about a guy that worked for the government and his daughter having claimed to have seen uh these bigfoot type creatures wearing almost what looked like astronaut gear without the helmet mm-hmm. and that 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 her her dad when she got older he told her that those are not friendly they're not good they're they're not they're they're the enemy of of mankind this is what he told her and it was in a book i read and i can't remember the name of it um i can look it up and and post it in the paranormal uh, round table group or whatever but that they that they did fly craft these bigfoot looking creatures and that they they were of an extraterrestrial origin and that they were violent and aggressive and that they would come to earth disrobe so to speak and then go roaming through the woods and being their natural selves
1: it's like a vacation real quick pretty much and that's
0: what people are seeing when they see the bigfoot but they did according to this guy um from what i was what i was uh researching or whatever this uh these these creatures or whatever they're, they're from another world now, I did get a story from somebody who kind of touched on that, and and it wasn't completely, um, that wasn't completely that like it wasn't like that same exact exact whatever, but it was in the same thread. Th- there was a woman that claimed that these th- these Bigfoot communicate with her telepathically, and that there are two different kinds. There are the kind that that are from here. That uh, they live on Earth, but they they are all seated here from another planet. They all came from another uh, place, another dimension, or another planet, whatever. And she claims that she talked to them telepathically. She lives up in Oregon, and she claims that now, now she, I think she says she's living in Salem, but she said that that when she was living in different areas of Washington and Oregon, that the same Bigfoot would would find her, and that they are. Uh, extraterrestrial in nature, and that these are highly intelligent and telepathic beings, but they do come back and and abduct and talk with and and um commune with the bigfoots that that have been here for you know a couple thousand years that they were put here by an alien species um as a colony that they were literally seated here. And that they, over time, the colony collapsed and they lost their technology, but not their abilities, not their telepathic abilities. Most of them still have that. And when they commune with these extraterrestrial Bigfoot that are still from their home world, that they can actually, uh, this is what she said. Okay, this isn't my belief, this isn't my, I don't know if what to believe of this, but she said that, that they were able to... Uh, uh, hi- they heighten their, their abilities when they commune with their uh, extraterrestrial brethren. Pretty much the same species, except one is rogue and gone feral from a collapsed colony from 2,000, 3,000 years ago, whatever. And these uh, these aliens, they come down and they abduct them. Now, sometimes they employ the greys to do that, to, to uh, abduct these beings. And then they take them up to a mothership where these Bigfoot are seen. They Perhaps tried. that's what
2: they're looking for, though. Perhaps that's why they're abducting people on these Bigfoot, because they're looking for a certain DNA strand that has been mixed with who knows what. And I mean, yeah, what anything's possible.
0: Out. I I just know that that um I've heard stories now. There was another one that I heard um of, from someone that told me a long time ago that his mother. This was a guy that I went to college with briefly. Um, that he, he told me that his mother was an abductee and that she claimed when she was on a ship at one time that she saw a Bigfoot type creature wearing a blue suit with a weird, uh, patch on its left side. that looked like stars. It was
2: beast from (laughs) X-Men.
0: Well, there you go. Oh, okay. So he lied. Way to go, Patrick. You lied to me. You lied to me. You know what? You owe me lunch. I haven't seen you in 20 years, 30 years, but you owe me lunch. So, anyways, he did tell me that, that his mother believed wholeheartedly that the Bigfoot were from another world because she saw one that looked just like a Sasquatch, like Patterson-Gimlin Sasquatch. Um, you know, so I, who's who's to say what there it what it what is and what isn't? Uh, we started off the episode, of course, just talking about the UFO, whatever, and then we kind of got off into the Bigfoot, whatever. But uh, there is some sort of connection there, and, and as far as the theory that 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 was given to me as truth that they were from another planet and that they were seated here or whatever, that will touch off all kinds of arguments because there's going to be people in the Bigfoot community that are like, oh, we can't be taken seriously if we're connected to UFOs. And the UFO people are going to be like, we can't be taken seriously if people are talking about Bigfoot because the problem is with all these these different aspects of the paranormal is that everyone is closed off from each other.
1: Yeah, it's rare to find people. Well, it's not rare, but, it, you know, it's hard to find people like us who
0: open to all open of it.
1: to all of it because
0: i think it's all big pieces of the same puzzle
1: I, I i just have the belief of like um i don't know so for me to say one thing is one way or the other is just very ignorant and very brash and very. i think it's
0: ignorant it's ignorant
1: yeah it's like it's it's just incorrect <laughs> you know because then when if i get proven wrong then i'm gonna be looking the one with the egg on my face because i'm the one who is so adamant about it being a certain way that's right and it not being that way and it's like you know I, I just by leaving myself open and being a, having a belief that like you know anything any of these things are possible when it does happen then it just like it doesn't take away from the amazement but it doesn't make me seem like you know uh, I was incorrect
0: and then if you are proven incorrect when you get shamed then you gotta beat it just beat it shame
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't want to
0: have to <laughs> pull a uh... yeah cause it is a thriller you know to hear all <laughs> jeez
2: Okay. That's bad.
0: All right. Enough with the, with the you know. Come on. He, well, didn't he look like kind of like an alien in the end? I mean,
1: the the point though. Let's let's. Cr- the point was like that. Joke was very you know. El hehe. It's the el hehe. Yeah. It was a smooth criminal move. There.
0: <laughs> well, Annie, are you okay? I mean, that's the thing. Can we call you Annie Nelly? <laughs> oh, oh. man. So, anyways, the point being. That you know, these things. Like I said, I, I don't know that Bigfoot are aliens. I don't know that that is the correct answer. I don't know what the correct answer is. I think Bigfoot, kind of like uh, the the whole reptilian thing. It's just like the Dogman thing. I think there's all of the above. I think the reptilians. There are some that were that were from here, possibly
1: mm-hmm.
0: sauropod dinosaurs, whatever you want to call them, and then they were evolved into reptile type creatures. Same thing with Dogman, maybe just maybe. I don't know. Bigfoot, maybe there's some that are from here. There's different species that look like the Orang Pendek. They all look different. You know what I mean? The, the Yeti. And then there might be some that are from another planet. Mm-hmm. And maybe th- there was a coalition of alien w- life that, that came and seeded these different types of beings or whatever. Now, that's not to toss God out of the equation. People are always like, you don't believe in God if you believe in that. Well-
2: that's not true. That's
0: not true because God created all of us. Now, God is the, the master. He created everything.
2: You're dealing with the Yeah, angels. I don't I believe
1: in a separation between religion and science. I believe that, you know, how do you know that what you're seeing is not how God created it? You know, like you're just looking at the steps. Mm-hmm. Well, he how, created how man
0: in his image, but these other alien species may have seeded these other alien species in their image. And then they just became indigenous. Whereas they're technically... Uh, not from this world, you know, but, but they are, they're an invasive species technically, but they are part of it now. Just like, but then, they, then again, that could be like the Skeksis on thra, you know, and Dark Crystal, they don't, be, you know, they don't belong there. That's why they're causing havoc. But, um, I think that, the uh, that, that, that there is possibly a connection there between aliens and Bigfoot. I mean, I don't, I don't know that I a hundred percent subscribe to any one theory, or if i subscribe to all the theories all i'm doing is giving you the information and so that we can uh we can postulate on it that's it and now uh nelly if you would like to did you want to talk about the other story?
2: Well there's um just the, there's so many different um stories about lights in the sky.
0: Oh yeah yeah that that's a whole other um, ball of wax but well what other implant stories do you have any more?
2: Um there's one more. This one's like it's bothersome to hear it
0: It, it's oh please tell us we like we like bothersome we want people not to be able to sleep (laughs) yeah we prefer it if you Uh, we don't really care folks if you don't sleep it doesn't bother us
2: (laughs) well um this person will name we will give them a name mike i guess once again (laughs) Mike. i don't know what wasn't
0: mike the one on the other episode that was playing with the devil or whatever yeah let's uh, see um
2: i don't i can't think of names off the top of my head i keep looking over there and seeing the mike so i keep saying
0: mike (laughs) Well, <laughs> just just okay. Mike is just as good a name as any. Let's just go with Mike, even though it sounds childish. We but we're go ahead. Gonna, we'll just
2: call him Frog. No, um the Frog here. <laughs> um, this person was um the them and their coworker just got off work. They were going to go to um his house and play video Netflix games. Netflix and chill. Oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> play video games, and um he was um uh, up there doing um and hooking up the the Machine and um, his coworker was uh laying on the couch, and um, she had told him that uh, she thought a bug was in her pants. <laughs>
0: so strange, oh, yeah, okay.
2: And um,
0: what she could have just said, hey, I want to do this,
1: she didn't have to make up the oh story Oh my goodness, very is, excuses, excuses.
2: This is this is a serious story because okay, it's go really go ahead, scary, okay. Um, so she was like, well. She just was like, "Okay, he's not facing her, so who cares?" So she just went to like just put her hand down her pants to you know like try to find the bug and get rid of it and when she reached down, she felt the stuff moving, so she grabbed it and it was like and she went to pull, and um sh- she felt an extreme pain in three spots of her leg, and it was like three wires, and they were moving around her hand and poking her, and she was like, "What the heck is that?" Like, and she went to pull it and they were, it hurt her skin. Like it was attached to her skin. So she said that she let go and she jumped him. She goes, excuse me. She went, ran to the restroom. She took her pants off and she was looking and there was nothing, nothing in her pants and nothing anywhere. And, um, that, uh, she was just really freaked out because she said that she could feel them crawling, like moving around her leg so she th- thought it was a bug, but when she grabbed it, it was three living wires that she said obviously retreated back into her body. So she always assumed that she must have been abducted at a time that she didn't remember, and that um.
1: There was no wounds ever anywhere.
2: No, no. She was very adamant that there was nothing. Um. I
1: would have kept pulling if it was me personally. I mean, I, I that that's very... yeah. That's what
2: I I was I asked and. Mike had asked her and she said that it was just a a reaction because she figured it it was a a bug that was like biting her maybe or she didn't know. So she just let it go and ran to the bathroom to check. And there was absolutely nothing there. And she remembers the them wrapping around her hand, the three wires wrapping around her hand, poking at her hand as she's trying to pull and then just steadily holding it there for a few seconds and feeling them trying trying to pull away from her hand and and moving around her hand. So there were living um, implants.
0: Did it ever happen again or was it just the one time with Mike?
2: Um this was his coworker that it happened to.
0: Um, oh, he told he told this was
1: from Mike's story.
0: Mhm.
2: It was his coworker that it happened
1: oh. to. Oh, so she mm-hmm. told Mike.
2: Mm-hmm. No, she she was there with him. She they were. Yeah, playing... but he
1: wouldn't know about it unless she told him, right? Well, I mean.
2: yeah, because he so said she, told... she came out of the bathroom and she was like Mike really. Mike is upset. the one that told
1: you the story.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So she so and she told Mike that story. Mm-hmm.
2: Like, well, she he... he was there. She just came out of the bathroom. She was upset. And she
1: and she told him what happened
2: mm-hmm, right then and okay, there.
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Then she, but he never asked if it happened ever again, right? Or he wouldn't. I guess he didn't know. He wouldn't know. Um. Yeah, but like I said, I, I even if it was a bug or something, I, I feel like letting it go is not the wisest move.
2: No, I, don't I would want to so. see
1: what the heck it is, and then, like I would just like run to the bathroom with my hand in my pants, just hold on <laughs> to this thing. As weird as it would look, it's better than just letting it go and letting like not knowing where it goes. Then you you keep pulling and it just rips your
0: femoral artery right out of your leg. Ah! <sighs> Way to go. But it was really just, good just, to see what it mm-hmm. is. Yeah, well, at least and you know now he, it was just a vein.
2: He did say that she had some weird thoughts about it. Like she had, you know, uh, later on, because, you know, they worked together and they had discussed it before. And um, she had uh, expressed that she thought if she would have been able to remove them from her body that she may have died from it. That she had, like, very odd thoughts about these things, like... That she thought maybe they were they were implanted in her to keep her alive. Where she just had some interesting thoughts, personal thoughts on it on the implants.
1: Stockholm. What is a syndrome where like you get abducted and you start caring about the cap, your captives? Stockholm syndrome? syndrome. Yeah. That's what, what does it, it have to do with that? that well, it's the same thing. It's like this thing is, uh, is taking her thing. It's like a parasite, but you're thinking that you need it to stay alive. Yeah. Uh like a parasite that i don't know she
0: he he just
2: said that she had some you know strange ideas about it i think that maybe she was just um searching with uh for coping mechanism because that's got to be alarming that's got to be
1: i would rather believe that it's helping me than you know something it's something intrusive in my body Mm i would rather believe like oh i need this instead and it's actually help helpful yeah i guess that
0: uh the only the only thing, the other question I have is, like, you uh, personally, what are your thoughts, Nellie, on the aliens, the Bigfoot theory that I commented on earlier? Like, what do you think about that? What are your thoughts on that?
2: I think that they all stem from the same head, all of them. It's like um, an octopus, but with, instead of eight legs, there's many more. And then those legs have legs. And, and what is
0: it? What is that?
2: They all stem from the Nephilim. Or the fallen angels. Well, some of them stem from the fallen angels. <clears throat> a lot of people forget about the ones that left heaven. Yeah, because that, that's two the different rebellious ones. The rebellious yes. angels is Lucifer and So his they, minions. I believe, created a lot of things but themselves. The, the, the,
0: so there are two, but they're two different groups. Mm-hmm. The I, fallen I are the them. 200 watchers, right? Is they made they the Nephilim, to? yes. They made the Nephilim, which would be in the Book of Enoch. Mm-hmm. Yes, and then the, the rebellious angels are the ones that rebelled and were kicked out
2: because things survived after the flood there's a, a lot of evidence
0: well there's a lot of archaeological evidence that the flood was not completely worldwide i mean that that people argue that all the time
2: well it it um the giants did survive because there's the famous uh well if you're into you know giants as a subject that you it's very well known in that community about the redheaded giants that do live in california that the Indians were um, afraid of because they were eating them, and uh, they lived in the in the mountains, in caves. Um, so they survived, and they were there. And they all had,
0: There's all pretty much all the Native Americans have stories and legends of giants. Mm-hmm. It's weird. I mean, well, there's
1: giants in every history. You know? Every every yeah. history,
0: there's giants. Well, every, every the remember, Persians, like the Indians, Vikings.
2: when they raise their hand, everybody makes that you know the how.
0: Yeah, the five fingers just to check to see if they have a sixth Mm -hmm. finger, yeah, to know if you're part of that bloodline or not. And that was one thing that me and D. Doss covered in that really super long five and a half hour interview that we did, where we talked about the uh, on his show. We talked about him about the uh, the alien. I'm sorry, the Nephilim. Uh, corrupting the DNA, and the reason in the Old Testament that it says so and so begat so and so, and so and begat so and so is to show you that the that the lineage and bloodline of Christ was pure. Pure. And he was not Nephilim tainted because that they were, you know. And then of course they're the there are the books. We're getting off into the Nephilim, but mm-hmm. I mean the books. Uh, we need to do a show about the Nephilim just in general. You know what? Are, what are the 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 book of the book of giants? It's called the Book of Giants. Mm-hmm.
2: They found that it's yeah. not complete but it is really readable
0: And it talks about how the giants had, had dreams telling them that they were going to be destroyed the yeah. angels yeah mm-hmm. that they that they were They drinking, were going to watch dreaming. their
2: children die mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm.
0: and it is disturbing as it is and it seems almost sad but you got to realize these things were evil I mean, they they were horrible, and human race was not going to survive with these, coexisting with these creatures. They were
2: devouring them. They were, so, they were so corrupt.
0: hmm They were killing and eating people. But like, they
2: weren't big, dumb, stupid giants. No, no, they, they were, were very, very intelligent.
1: What? There's no fee-fi-fo-fama in this hole?
2: That's the funny thing. You know, they say fee-fi-fo-fama, I smell the blood of an Englishman, it's because they can smell your DNA. Yeah, they, they can know smell her. your bloodline. And then that's another reason why I think that all these, like, Bigfoot and stuff is... Is connected to all that because I think, and it's you know, do- dogman or Bigfoot will f- someone will run into them and then they'll run into them again because they've got a scent for your particular DNA and they will follow you home. Well, the Bigfoot as the one I've I've heard of following you and home.
0: Why why do what what is that particular?
2: I haven't delved too far into that. My we own thought is it. is like I said, is there there's certain there. They're searching for a specific DNA because it's a, corrupted, a corruption of the DNA and certain uh, fallen angels, certain rebellious angels have certain DNA strands and they're looking for a specific one. I, you know, have heard that they're looking for um, Nimrod's bloodline, mm. but that's all I've heard on that and I haven't delved too far into that.
0: We but, we need to do a show and just talk about that, just, you know. We talked about it a little bit here, but we could really get into it, you know, and get DDoS on here maybe, and uh, talk about it. But, the folks, that's all the time we're going to uh, take up of yours tonight with our crazy stories and theories and all this ridiculous stuff that Nelly's popping out. I'm just kidding. I mean, I love you, and the, it's it's great that you're on the show and you're speaking what you have to tell ta- what you have to talk about. Unfortunately, Mushu had to be here too, but uh, you know, we'll see what.
1: I happens. I was here too. So don't remind me. <laughs> All Just, right, guys,
0: uh, thanks for joining us, everyone from 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 Dreamland, whatever spaceship, whatever Bigfoot you're hanging out with, whatever Dogman's chasing you, whatever giant
1: tummy you're in.
0: Thanks for tuning in. Good night.